안녕하세요. You're listening to Four f r o m On One podcast. Welcome back to Four f r o m On One podcast, season two. We're going to start off with a travel guide, travel guide to Busan. But before we start, Gio, how are you? Hey, everybody. Good morning. And Hock Jun, you're looking very professional there. How are you, mate? Hey, everybody. Good evening. <laughs> so if you read the title, uh, this season we're going to get into deep. Last season we did a lot about Seoul, but this, today we're going to focus on Busan. Busan is Korea's second largest city, probably more famous sometimes than Seoul for many reasons. Mm-hmm. We've all been to Busan. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm an expert on Busan, but we're going to try to give as much advice and information about Busan today. Boys, you ready? Let's dive right into it. All right. Yeah. So I just got some interesting stats and figures about Busan. Busan is Korea's second largest city. Do you know the population of Busan? Yeah. Um, we'll go with uh, five and a half million. What are you going to say, Hokjun? Uh, 3.5 million. Ooh, I like close. That. 3.3. What I got. Nice. Feels like the price is right. What does it get, Bob? And <laughs> Busan is on the opposite side of Korea than Seoul. So it's in the southeast peninsula. Korea's up northwest. Mm-hmm. Ah, Seoul's up northwest. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes. (laughs) Summer is in July and August, and the mean temperature is, the average temperature is a bit lower than I thought it would be, 26.1 degrees Celsius, which is 79 degrees Fahrenheit, yeah. That's nice. I think it's hot. It's like San Diego weather. Yeah, I think they're being very nice for that. Okay. (laughs) But in winter, winter, we'll ask Hockjun in a moment, winter... The mean temperature is 3.6 degrees in January. That's bloody cold. That's pretty cold. That's pretty cold. For a beach well, suburb. By the water, yeah. Yeah. So, what do they have so I went there in Christmas time last year, December. wasn't too bad. Like, Seoul was definitely colder. But, yeah, you get the sea breeze, which can make it fresh. But uh, that's 38.5 Fahrenheit for our American viewers. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Moving on. I don't know if you boys know any famous festivals in Busan, but the two that I had heard of was in June, they have the Sand Festival on the beach. Yes. And then in October, they have the Busan Film Festival, which is quite famous, yeah. Extremely famous. I've only been to one of those. And unfortunately, it wasn't the film festival, but I would have loved to attend that. Yeah. I think it's hard doing... to get days off at that time because it's, what, Hangul Day and everything's kind of closed or it's sometimes Chuseok, but it's more so September. Yeah. But the, the sand one's great. Started doing some drone festival as well, I think. Yeah, done that. Um, yep. how long does it take to get to Busan? What's some ways we can get to Busan? Actually, there are, I reckon, four ways to do the round trip to Busan. And I'll, I'll just go for the list. The, the first one is the train. Uh, you can either choose a high-speed train or um, just a regular train. I recommend a high-speed train, which is called KTX. Um, it'll cost you like 50, 60 US dollar. And if you're taking the first class, then um, it'll be go up to like $90. I think it's, it's worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I've never like, taken first class. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> yeah. Driving from Seoul to Busan will take like 4.5 or 5 hours. But um, this... Rest train, the, the KTX will take you like two and a half hour. Uh, it flies up to like 320 something kilometers per hour. Mm-hmm. Super fast. Yeah. And it and also it is very amazingly stable. 
you will you will not get the uh, like noise or like vibration mm -hmm. track. It's it's very smooth. It's very like kind of like flying experience too. Yeah, that's cool. train. Doesn't it run like on magnets or something to kind of make it like fly like that? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. It is a good way to get there. And Gia, you've done some driving down there. What's your experience to driving down that way a weekend or on a weeknight? Whenever you decide to drive down there, me personally, I always like to leave in the middle of the night. You know, I'm a night driver. I just prefer it's quiet. The roads are wide open. And you can just kind of sing some songs along the way, you know, entertain yourself. But it took me around, about, like you said, four and a half to five hours. Yeah. What if, what if you wanted to fly there? You just want to bypass everything. How long would that take? 20 minutes? The flight will take like uh, 40 minutes, I think. Oh. And getting there, boys, uh, what I noticed, maybe you guys know a bit more, there's sort of two areas that I know about Busan. There's Hyundai Beach area, the famous beach area. And then you yeah. got like a crossroad from the train station area near like Chinatown. There's some tower. And then I think there's one other town. What sort of areas are there around Busan that you guys know of? There's this one, I know, just outside of uh, Hyundai Station. Yeah. There's this street um, heading towards Hyundai Beach called uh, Gunamro. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but Gunamro is actually, it's actually been renovated over the years. Like when I first got there, it was like a busy street. It had like four lanes. It was just packed because that's the bar street, like the bar, food, and nightclub street. But now when you go back there, they kind of redid it to where it, it kind of reminds me of like a miniature version of, you know, over by Gyeongbokgung Palace, how they have that little strip mm -hmm. between like it's between like little highways and people can kind of, pedestrians can kind of walk there. They made it really nice. They put like a bunch of like trees mm -hmm. and like benches. It made it look really nice. So it's more for like the, for the public now to kind of walk and kind of get around and explore these places. That's what, one of the places I always kind of used to hit up. Yeah. Gunamuro Street outside of Heyundi Station. Yeah. I've always stayed, I'm going to talk about accommodations soon, but I've always stayed near the Busan station area just because it's cheaper. And um, mm -hmm. But it is quite a trek to get from that area to um, Hyundai by public transport. By bus, it yeah. takes at least 45, 50 minutes. Um, they do have a subway in Busan, but it doesn't really help you get from that area to the Hyundai Beach. Sort of, Hyundai Beach is sort of in the middle of nowhere a little bit, but it's the most famous popular yeah. area further east yes from the station now what i didn't know when i went to busan the first time you know how like least in seoul you have like your your cars like the t-money you can use them for like transport bus all that the same thing works in busan yeah, yeah. yeah i'm thinking it's a different place so they need their own t-money cards and stuff like that if you got yeah. enough money on that card you can even use it to pay for the bus to come back out exactly and it worked on my uh, i have on my debit card too because i'm fancy like that so i don't need team money those are for foreigners or those are for those e2 people you know so yeah. i have it on my bank card just boop and checking what about you Hokchon? what's your favorite area when you go to busan uh my favorite area is definitely uh songzong beach uh they have uh like surfing shops you love surfing yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it, it is very good place and actually the water is very cleaner than Hyundai area or Gwanganli. Um, so the water flow is kind of different uh, for Busan. It's, it's not from up to down. It's going Ooh. down, up. So some There's water science here. Yes. There. I love his fun facts. And then <laughs> it's Gwanganli and like Gwanganli and Hyundai is here. So Hyundai is basically the dirtiest <laughs> among the three beaches. But, uh, and so it's kind of small, but it is surrounded with a uh, pine tree 
um, area and everything is cool. Like everything is kind of small, but uh, much more cozy um, atmosphere you can have. Yeah. So true. You know, um, speaking of cozy, I remember when I first, I, I'm pretty sure it's Hamden because everybody flocks to Hamden. It's pretty famous, especially like a summer nights for like uh, what they call busking, right? So when they're singing with the guitar, they're kind of like, oh, these little artists are kind of just on the beach scattered. And you have the little groups or little mini groupies like recording them. Well, as I was walking down there, I saw this massive group of people just gathering. I thought, what the hell is going on over here? And sure enough, it was that uh, group 10 centimeters. I, I didn't know who they were, obviously. But they were just there, we're jamming, had little jam sessions. They were just kind of just feeling feeling the rhythm of it all, you know, kind of just singing along to their songs, just like good vibes, like the wind blowing, the, that ocean waves coming in. It just really uh, complemented the atmosphere. It was just like really soothing. Yeah. Different yeah. vibes compared to the soul, more laid back. Yeah. And I got an interesting way later, I'll tell you how to get to Song Songdu, the one that Hokkien mentioned. I got an interesting way you can get there. But that will do, and things to do. But first, let's talk some accommodation. I quickly just researched some accommodation budgets so people know. I looked up for Saturday night this weekend, so it's very last minute. It's going to be expensive, but this is sort of peak time. Maybe sometime it will be even more expensive, but just this is the sort of worst case scenario. Saturday night, yeah. Saturday night coming. So starting off with dorms, you know, some of us budget people need to get dorms. I tell you what, since coronavirus and uh, lockdown country was closed, it's gone up a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's very very mm -hmm. expensive um so if you want a dorm near the train station which is slightly cheaper it's going to cost you about nineteen thousand one or Come about on. 14 us dollars that's what yeah. i found that's the cheapest you want a wow. hostel in Hyundai area the beach area it's going to cost you about twenty two thousand one, and that's the starting prices mm -hmm. and then if you want your own room or you know as a couple or friends uh, near the station is going to cost you about 70,000 won, which is about 51 US dollars to about 150,000 won. And then if you want sea view on Hyundai Beach, it's going to cost you about 350,000 won and up. Which no, thank you. $257 per night. This is on a Saturday night, everyone. Remember this Saturday night. And then if you want the back streets of Hyundai, I saw you can get around 120,000 won, about $87. So it's not cheap. It's a lot more expensive than it was when I went there at Christmas time. Christmas time was a lot cheaper than this. Um, my career is open and going to Busan on the weekend is the thing to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any feelings on that stuff, boys, or any thoughts? I mean, I mean it's, it's predictable. You know, so many businesses lost out in the last couple of years. I think now that more people are starting to travel again, they're kind of seeing their revenue kind of drop. Like, oh, no, like everybody's finally leaving the country for once. Yeah. It's only just going to take a matter of time until... Everything just kind of balances out again. But it's totally worth it. You just, again, if you're a penny pincher like us, you, you'll find a good deal or get many people to split it with, kind of bring the costs down. And a website, I haven't done research on this one because I deleted it off my phone, but Yao Nolja, we've talked about this one before. Uh, you can get some good deals on there. That's where I used to get the deals in Busan, but I, I haven't got my phone at the moment. Yeah, I'm going to stay at, uh, what was it? What are those places called? Saunas. Oh, but even those are going up in prices. Yeah. Yeah, that's my go-to. Yeah. All right. And Hokkien, what food do we eat in Busan? So um the one of the most famous food in Busan is Tejji Uh so Tejji means pork, guk means soup, pap means rice. So it is all mixed up with the uh, pork soup rice. And it is kind of like combination of pork broth 
that made with the um, pork ribs. And uh, I actually Googled for it and they called it in English is a picnic. Do you guys know which part of pig is the picnic? I don't want to know. It might ruin for me in future meals. <laughs> I'm going to guess the anus. Nope, it's for the uh, frontal legs. Oh, okay. So the, pork, uh, the okay. pork shoulder and the pork rib is for the broth. And they okay. will do that meat uh, with the uh, broth and then put some rice in it and some some of the, the seasonings made with mm. the uh, chili pepper powders and then uh, black peppers and some soy sauce. Uh, your great combination, um, easing your mind and craving for shot of soju. Mm, I could smell it. Thank you for those sensory details. That's good and stuff. I've noticed I never did it, but um, seafood buffets are very popular on Hyundai Beach. Very ex- different variant of prices that can get very expensive, but seafood, yeah. obviously, it's on the coast. Seafood is very uh, popular and you can do a lot of buffets there. It's just really research good value ones look for koreans that say yeah this is a good place because touristy areas some of them might get yeah uh with yeah, yeah. not fresh seafood and not value worth seafood yeah yeah, yeah, so, food? yeah. so to avoiding that kind of problem i uh, i highly recommend you for the uh, jagarchi uh, seafood market uh, yeah. which is not far from the Busan station. And it is also close with the uh, Gukje Shijang, the international market of Busan. Yeah. So Chagarchi Shijang is one of the um, like waterfront side uh, seafood market. And it is really, really foreign friendly. Mm-hmm. So it is even made their debut on the MCN. Okay. The Marble, Marble Universe, MCU, Marble Cartoon Universe. Okay. So um, uh, there is a there? one scene uh, <laughs> yeah. from Black Panther, the first movie. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. They are. Uh, okay. They made. Uh, they made that uh, appearance in the movie too. I think so I do remember one that. Of the, one of the foreign-friendly uh, parts of city and foreign-friendly uh, traditional market. Mm-hmm. So uh, and also they are very known for good quality uh, seafood there. Mm-hmm. I really recommend you to guys have some like Korean style sashimi. Yeah. So you try stuff like that, Keith? You, you eat stuff like that? You, you like yeah. sashimi? Yeah. You're, you're pretty much open had, to everything. Had some in, uh, in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like yeah. Um, oh, that's right. one of my favorite markets. Every time I go, I always make sure to stop there. I always like just to pick the, the fish or whatever sea critters available at the time and just have it prepared right in front of me. That's, that's I've never done that. I need someone yeah, to get to do that. Yeah, that's the biggest difference between like Korean style sashimi and the Japanese style sashimi. What's that? Like uh, Japanese style sashimi, they filleted it like two or three days ago and then they store mm-hmm. it in a refrigerator to get more mm-hmm. like uh, tender texture. But in Korea, we just... Uh, you want this fish? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you will see there like how special, like how speedy they can fillet and everything. Yeah, the with the little pink gloves, like you want this one? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, to vegetarians out there. <laughs> yeah, but we're just telling the truth. You'll see it for yourself. Just I would say real. also. I had some really good, there's some lots of really well-rated Indian restaurants in Hyundai area. I had really good Indian food in that area and other international foods there also, but check out some Indian restaurants there. If you're craving Indian food, 
There's a couple yeah, of Vietnamese right food to... there. Nice humble of pho. Mm. But at the time, I didn't like bean sprouts. I, I like them now. I'll eat them. But they just loaded it. I just thought, oh, I'm not going to enjoy this. But I did. It was good. And in bowl right, of pho, so, was good. So we got our house. We got our shelter. Yep. We got our food. Let's do some stuff, boys. Um, okay. What do we want to do? Gio, do you want to go first? I would like to talk about Heidong Yongungsa uh, Temple. Yep. I always made it happy to visit as many Buddhist temples wherever I've visited Southeast Asia. But the one in Busan really stood out because not only is it near like all like the balsamic like black rocks and the waves come like crashing over, this thing's just been sitting there for God knows how many centuries. Yeah. Everything about it is just wonderful. Like the, from the wooden bridge to the little like pots down below that people kind of throw coins in, yeah. and prosperity and good fortune. <laughs> um, I, I actually sank a little one of those 10 one, ship one. Into it. I threw it, it was like a curveball. It's like, whoosh, <laughs> clean. And everybody in the bridge was like, yeah. And I thought, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it is um, very beautiful. No, it's on my list as well. It's amazing. Breathtaking. Just breathtaking views. I totally it's recommend a bit of a mission, mission to get there. It's a hike getting there. I, I made sure to walk it just to kind of take it all in the serenity. I didn't care if I was like kind of like hitchhiking along the road. It's kind of dangerous. Be careful. But mm -hmm. it's, it's totally worth it. By public transport, I think from Hyundai, and it seems right. I googled it quickly. About fifty minutes by public transport. Um, mm. That's I, that's what I remember about that much. It's free to go in. Um, yeah, but it's amazing. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. If, especially really if you've never been to a temple, is this you just fly into Busan and this is your first Korean temple? Yeah. It's it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Okja, yeah. what do you got? My recommendation is kind of like. So modern side of uh, Busan. So um, I think everybody want to go to Haeundae area. On the south part end of the Haeundae beach, you can actually go a little bit uh, behind the hill. And it is actually really near to the um, like residence area. But in Haeundae, it is very, um, very fancy residence area. So in front of that uh, apartment, like huge apartments, they have marina there. Oh, and also, who would have known? Yeah. And also they have uh, called like Marina 101, Busan Bay. Uh, it's it's kind of like complex of the food markets. So you can have some like fancy food as well. And then you can have some draft beer there. Sounds elite. And, yeah. yeah. And this is this is your like Instagram photo spot. This Look is Instagram. great. It's social media stuff. Just enjoy the moment, live in it, savor it. But that's just me. It's my two cents. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. All right, my first ones, and you can actually will get us to Hokjun surfing spot. What's the beach called? Songjong. Ah, uh, so you can go. There's one. There's a capsule. Looks like a little uh, gondola. And it just rides yeah. along the train track. Uh, this one's oh. a bit more expensive, or they have a train. So the gondola is going to start you if you got one or two people. If you want to do it very romantic, it's going to one way is thirty bucks. Oh no, thirty thousand won, twenty-two bucks. Our return is forty dollars USD. Uh, weekdays is a little bit cheaper, and then it slightly gets a bit cheaper if you got more people in there. Train is, which is what I did. Uh, I did one way to that beach. And it costs 7,000 won per person. And you're sharing it with other people, but you still get huge windows on the side of the train that overlooks the ocean. I've put some photos on our cacao group, which maybe one of the boys will have put up onto the YouTube. Um, it's really, really nice view. You can do also um, a couple of stops or you can stop at every stop. It's 
or you can walk some of it. It's really a nice little um, activity to do on a sunny day is to walk along that boulevard, I guess, or you can catch mm -hmm. the capsule or you can catch the train and end up at Hokjun's Beach, which is not as touristy. It's a bit more Korean. Yeah, it's a bit more. Yeah, it's cool. There's some really nice food out that way, actually. I had a really nice, um, I don't know what to call it, like a Chinese bun. Like I had like a bun and a burger. Um, bao, I think it was called Bao Burger. Bao Burger. Mm. Very delicious. Yeah. Bao was. You got another one? Well, speaking of tourist traps, I know you mentioned this earlier, uh, maybe before we recorded, it was Gamchon. I've actually had the opportunity to go there, the Gamchon uh, Culture Village. And it reminded me because you know the buildings are kind of it reminds me of like 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 Medellin or something like that. Like all the buildings are just super colorful, super bright. You go on a nice sunny day. It reminded me when we went over to like Incheon, they had like a little cartoon village. It kind of reminded me of that because got like those mm -hmm. streets that are just kind of winding around. And you know they got like, really nice hilltops that you know capture like the city as it just expands above the horizon. Nice little shops, places nice quiet little residential areas it's just good again for people who want to just capture all that just to kind of show off that they were there mm. it's good for yeah. instagram yeah nice Oxen, you know? yeah sure um i think i mentioned a little bit from uh sort of our show uh it's about the international market we call in korean and also they have a nickname as a like canned market they call Gangtongjang. It, it is actually started with the um, like trading for uh, like after Korean War or during the Korean War. Uh, there are a lot of like canned stuff from U.S. military and the like UN um, aids for Korean people, and they are mm -hmm. actually you know do the smuggling too, and then you know resell it through the market. So that's how this uh, market started. So they called international market or canned market. Mm -hmm. and in the, yeah, in the market, you can, can have lots of lots of like thousands of menus of street food. Mm -hmm. You you will be like you will be surprised with that how creative they are. Like they will they will um serve you on a on a like on a can mm -hmm. and it is and it's made out of the like pastry, and then they'll put the ice cream and condensed milk with it so it'll be like melting in your mouth too and there's another uh, really famous restaurant uh, called milmyeon it's one of the type of korean uh, cold noodle and it is also originated from korean after korean war um you know how the naengmyeon is right it is made yeah, with the, the ice noodles yeah yeah ice noodle. okay it, it's usually made with the buckwheat but during yes. the korean war time Bugwit is very hard to get, so they made the um, U.S. military support. Uh, it's a it's a white flour, so mm -hmm. they made a white flour noodle, and then mix it with the uh, recipe of cold noodle, traditional cold noodle. So we have the milmyeon now. Oh, nice, nice, right? It's just full of fun. Yeah, I, like I like that. Yeah, I'm just I'm still like hmm. Yeah, I could listen all day. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, I and my last one day yeah. trip so it's a bit of a day trip um from busan I actually did this with my, my mom i think dear you might say you did is from busan you can go to Gwangju. um it's about an hour bus ride five dollars bus ride Gwangju is that right Gwangju? Gwangju. just slightly north of busan the, yeah northwest of it yeah 
Discovery and we Summer. went there to see the Blossoms, but there's also Blossoms is April, um, but you've got mm-hmm. a very, very short season, our last season, Blossoms, so, but there's also a lot of history there. It's all the temples and the tombs, tombs. Oh, the tombs. Gongju, you mean. Gongju. Oh, Gongju. Gongju. Okay, sorry. Right. Okay. okay. I know Guangzhou's up there too, but okay. Yeah, Guangzhou. With the tombs Gongju. and the blossoms. Um, so I went there with my mom and stepfather. And yeah, it's really a nice day trip, one hour or so from Busan. So if you look if you're in Busan for a while and you want to do something different, uh, you can get some history or go see the blossoms. I'm sure in fall right now it's very beautiful as well. I don't think I said last week, Soul Forest was just amazing last week. Um, I recommend that one. All right, anything else, boys, to add to good our Busan travel guide? I think we've covered uh, a lot of good topics, good recommendations. Yeah, I'm sure Kukchen has left something else up his sleeve. Go ahead, drop some knowledge. Uh, so, um, so Busan is the um, like ocean city, so you gotta yeah. do some, you know, water sports too. Mm-hmm. And um, as I mentioned, there there's a, a good surf shop in Songjong uh, Beach. Uh, it is called like Songjong Surf School, and they can teach you how to surf in really good way. Um, the owner is actually from the former professional surfer, and her son and daughter is actually uh, doing their professional season in Bali now. Uh, I reckon they are uh, they will be international for like within two two to three years, I think. And also mm-hmm. you can have some like do the um, yachting experience from Hyundai or Gangandi area. And it is not actually that uh, expensive. I think you can spend like uh, $30 or $50 for like four hour sailing, including wow. like small buffet. Yeah. So yeah, it is, it is very good to have some fun in Busan and in summertime, Lots of lots of people are there, so it is it is always great to mingle around with the people from all around the world or from Korea. And I, just what, one last one, I just remember uh, near the train station, across the road from the train station, there's a little Chinatown, and then up above the Chinatown there is a bit of a tower. I've never gone up the tower, but there's also a really nice. Um, maybe it's a temple, but they've turned it into a cafe. It's a good spot to have a coffee up there and get a view of Busan. Um, it's just above the Chinatown area. Um, yeah. I don't do the towers. I don't rate towers, especially when you can't go outside. But there is a nice temple with a cafe, which is a great date spot as well. I recommend it. All right, boys, I think we've done a great job. Uh, I really enjoyed this and we're going to do more of these travel guides. Sometimes we might do a travel guide where we've never been and we're going to have to research what we would like to do, accommodation, yeah. how we've done the setup today. Uh, I really enjoyed doing this. So we're going to do it a few times per month or once a month. Um, thanks for joining me, boys. Gio, do you want to do your little spiel? Yes. To all of our listeners, viewers, both old and new, thank you so much for tuning in weekly and supporting our podcast as well as our channel. If you ever want to receive updates whenever we release new episodes, just sign up to our mailing list over on our website. And then be sure to follow us across our three social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Linktree. And remember to like all of our videos on YouTube to help expand our channel. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you all next time. All right, thank you. Good night, gentlemen. Visit the Busan. Yes. (laughs) Busan, hey. Yeah, Busan.